Welcome to Unsung Stories, where we'll be chatting to unacclaimed mamas in the Christian world who love Jesus, are faithfully seeking to know and love God more, and pointing their families to Him. I'm your host, Laura Smith, and I hope that you will find solidarity with a regular mum living out the gospel in regular ways and be encouraged in your own unsung story. Thanks for joining us. Hello, I hope that you are having a good week so far. I've been reflecting lately on how thankful I am for the women who have come on this show, who have put their hand up to share the parts of their story that they probably didn't want to be the part that they shared publicly. But by doing so, I've been so encouraged and spurred on by, and I'm sure you have too. When I ask a woman to come on the show, I usually get two responses. Yeah, I don't really feel like my story is that interesting. Or I am really scared to tell everyone that. And they're really normal responses to have because I feel the same. At first glance, our stories, our being Christian women or everyone who listens to this show, they often feel like they don't offer much. After all, we are just living life like everyone else. Is it really that special? Do we really have anything amazing happening? And if we do have a story to tell, well, can't we tell the good ones? (laughs) The ones that paint us in a good light? Let me tell you about the Bible and how I've studied theology and something that will make me look really good to a Christian circle. But these stories of our redemption or our sanctification, though, I don't know about that. More often than not, they're full of our sin or of our loss or of our failures and the things that we are embarrassed by, the things we're wrong on, the things we did when we knew we shouldn't or the things that we couldn't control, the parts of us we struggle to control, the secret things we do or say or watch, the secrets, oh, the secrets. And some of these stories we don't like to tell and some of these stories we swear we will never tell, we push them deep down and lock them so deep away inside of us and do the best to convince everyone and especially ourselves that they never happened and that we were never capable of. But I'm pretty convinced that as Christians, our stories are keeping us trapped, keeping us from having the freedom that we're wanting. We see all these not so attractive parts of our stories as obstacles. They're the things that trip us up and make us fall short. They're the things that stop us from truly believing. How many of us have the head knowledge of forgiveness and grace, but are still weighed down by the guilt and the shame, not quite believing that God is bigger than all that we've done? That in every place we've failed and fallen short, He extends forgiveness. Does He actually really forgive all of me? Everything I've done everything I do. These parts of our story are crucial to the gospel. We see them as a barrier to our relationship with God, but aren't they the key part to coming to Jesus, to owning and revealing our broken stories by asking for forgiveness and handing over our sin to Jesus? It's how we surrender to him, how we accept the gift of freedom. And our stories, especially the parts that we feel guilt and shame about, aren't they the ones that shine Jesus, that actually show the beauty of the gospel? They show God's promises of what he can do with our sin and our rebellion, that he truly forgives us, all the parts of us. 
I really believe that our stories are powerful and that God uses them to show how amazing he is. Take the Bible, for example. God being God could have had his holy word be a list of rules to instruct us and he could have handed over lectures to teach us about him and his character, but he doesn't. He uses the stories of hundreds of people, people just like us, battling their ego, their trauma, emotions, problems, poor decisions, their rebellion. And these stories do more than show them these people's sin, but they showcase God's good character. And they're stories of his faithfulness, of his promise keeping to us. And we see this in the stories of our own lives too. We might see the mess and feel so much guilt and shame and fear around our sin whether it was that abortion 10 years ago or the porn we watched last night or the way we chose to serve ourselves before others just this morning. We might fear the reaction of the people around us and I'll chat more about this another time because I think it's a huge part of it. But if we can look at our stories in a different way, we can see the faithfulness of God. Yes, we grieve our sin. Yes, we fight the good fight and put it to death. Yes, we seek forgiveness and repent. But at the same time, I think we like to wallow in our grief and shame and we like to punish ourselves for our failures. And our guilt and shame are right because we do need to seek forgiveness and they're great tools for that. But when we do seek forgiveness, God forgives. There is now no condemnation in Christ. You have been forgiven. And if we could just look at our failures and our stories a little differently, we can see a record of God's faithfulness and we can see him loving and forgiving us through some really unlovely things. His pursuit of us is inescapable. Can you see the beauty of God in our stories? And if not your own, can you see it in the women who have shared on this show? The power of God's forgiveness to provide freedom and the stories that these women have shared, God has been working to mold these women to be more like Jesus through sin and suffering. These women have been used by God to showcase his glory, seen beautiful things about his character, his kindness and care and protection over these women. And my genuine prayer for everyone listening to this show is that we might be women who are brave enough to look inside at all the things we are afraid of sharing. Those secrets and failures and choices we've stuffed down deep and look at them through the lens of the gospel. How can we use our story and offer them to the world as a testimony of redemption, of hope? We want to use the parts of us we like about ourselves to point people to Jesus. We want people to see the good and think, I want to be like her. But what if we use the bad and the ugly, the stuff that showcases how deep and wide and great God's love and forgiveness must be? Isn't it those things that will be the beacon of hope to a world that feels hopeless? That if someone who has done that can be forgiven, maybe I can be too. Let's be brave and vulnerable to show people how great our good God is.